episodes we're presenting some of Aesop's fables. Aesop was a man who lived a long time ago and wrote stories which make people think as well as being fun. Have a listen and see what Aesop's stories might teach you. We bring you We bring you some We bring you some of Aesop's, Aesop's, Aesop's fables. Aesop's, Aesop's, Aesop's fables. Beans. I love them. Not too keen on those long, stringy green things, but the little round baked ones in tomato sauce. Mmm. Love them, especially when they're on toast. Only one thing better than beans on toast, and that's beans on toast with a couple of slices of bacon. Now we're talking... Well, I am anyway. Beans and bacon was one of Morris's favourites too. Let me tell you about Morris. Well, first off, he was a mouse. Now, cheese was OK, but Morris just loved his beans and bacon. A man after my own heart. Well, a mouse after... Well, well, you know what I mean. Morris had beans and bacon for every meal. Yes, you heard right. Every meal. Breakfast, dinner and tea. Or if you are a bit on the posh side, breakfast, lunch and dinner. Or morning nosh, noon nosh and night nosh. Same thing, but different. But his meals weren't different. Oh, no. As I said, Morris loved his beans and bacon every single meal, which is a good job, really, because his mum only ever gave him bacon and beans. I think she must have bought a massive job lot. He wasn't really bothered when his sister Maisie found a bit of discarded sausage under the table or when his brother Mac found a scrap of ham loitering in the kitchen. Mac, by the way, was short for Macintyre, and though everybody thought he was Scottish, Mac Mouse, <laughs> McMouse, <laughs> you see, he didn't have a single Scottish bone in his body. He did once have a small piece of Scottish haggis in his body after he found it on the lounge floor one time, but there are no bones in haggis, just, well, who knows? One day, Morris had a letter from his Uncle Marjoram. <laughs> Funny name, that. When Uncle Marjoram was a small mouse, well, all nice are small, I mean, when he was a, a mouselet, is that the right name for a child mouse? I know a baby duck is called a duckling, so perhaps mouseling? Who knows? Anyway, when he was younger, everyone called Marjoram Marge although butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. A grown-up will explain that one for you. The letter was inviting Morris to go and stay with his uncle. 
Maisie and Mac weren't invited for some reason, which was tough cheese. But then tough cheese is better than none, unless you only ever eat beans and bacon. Morris jumped at the chance. Well, scurried anyway. Uncle Marjoram lived in the big city. How very exciting. Lots to see and do. This was going to be great. Morris packed his mousy suitcase and headed for the nearest railway station. He had to be careful not to get squashed by all those human feet, but at last Morris found the right train heading up to the big city. He hopped aboard, well, scurried actually, and settled down in a cosy corner next to a spider, a daddy long legs, and six ants as the train blew its whistle and off they went. Before you could say Jack Robinson, Morris was at his uncle's. It's an old saying that, before you can say Jack Robinson, it means pretty quick. Incidentally, nobody knows who Jack Robinson really was. But Maurice certainly must have been saying it very slowly, because it actually took nearly half an hour. Jack Robinson. No, it definitely took longer than that. Before you could say, Jack Robinson, I tidied my bedroom, put my PJs on, cleaned my teeth and hopped into bed. Oh, yes, pull the other one. Anyway, Maurice pulled the bell to the big city house. Marjoram opened the door and the two of them whizzed inside so as not to be seen. Well, scurried, actually. Now you... You might be wondering how a mouse a few centimetres tall could reach the bell over a metre off the ground, let alone pull it. But I can't tell you. I've no idea. Have you? You must be starving after your long journey, said Uncle Marjoram, as they tiptoed. Do mice have toes? Hang on. Can mice talk? Can mice catch trains? This whole story is falling to bits. Well, of course mice can talk. Mousy talk. A language of squeaks. Squeak speak, if you like. As for the tiptoes and trains, well, it's only a story. You must be hungry. Now, what can I tempt you with? said Uncle Marjoram. We here in the city have a wonderfully varied cuisine. What's a cuisine? asked Maurice. Well, it's just a fancy way of saying stuff you can eat. Oh, said Morris. I'll just let you know what's on the menu. We might have chicken nuggets, sweet lamb chops, scampi, apple pie, fried banana, crumble, and of course chocolate cake. Chef here cooks some brilliant stuff, and some of it always ends up on the floor. Chef's a really mucky pup. Got any bacon and beans? asked Morris. It's what Mum always cooks, and I love it. "'Beans and bacon?' spluttered Uncle Marjoram. "'You're in the city now, young Boris. "'Come and try some of our scrummy posh nosh.' "'He led Morris through the kitchen, "'where they could smell something wonderful, "'a just nicely cooked and cooling apple pie. "'And there, true enough, under the table "'was a, a small piece of golden pie crust, "'just big enough for a mouse to gronf.' "'Heaven!' said Uncle Marjoram. 
Morris was desperate to taste this new cuisine his uncle had been talking about, and started to scurry toward this golden feast. He'd only taken a couple of mousy steps before he felt his tail being grabbed, and he was yanked backwards. Stop! Stop! said Uncle Marjoram. Get back! Get, get back! But, but, Nunky! That's what Morris called his uncle. Well, it was shorter than having to say Uncle Marjoram every time. It's still warm. Look! It'll go cold. Why not just go and grab it? Just then, a terrifying creature loped slowly into the kitchen, sniffed the air, looked round, saw the pie crust, and casually wandered over to it. From the enormous mouth, a great big pink tongue rolled out between some fearsome-looking gnashers and pulled the scrummy crust into the cavernous cave of a mouth. The shaggy beast licked its enormous lips, sniffed the air, looked around, pausing briefly in the direction the two mice were hiding in, and loped slowly out of the kitchen. What a monster of a dog! That's why, said Nunky. You have to be careful and time things just right, otherwise the tasty tidbit that gets eaten might be you. Me? gasped Morris in horror. Yep, Darcy the dog likes mice, and not as chums, know what I mean? You mean, Morris gulped, he likes to eat mice? More than the odd prawn, and some prawns can be very odd. More than a chicken leg, even with a whole chicken attached to it. More than chocolate cake crumbs, even. Crumbs, said Morris. Exactly, said Nunky. "'Well, that settles it,' said Morris. "'I'm off. "'I have no intention of becoming a dog's dinner "'or a canine snack "'or a pooch's collection of little bones to gnaw. "'I think I'll heave off home, thanks, Nunky, "'and just stick to my mum's beans and bacon.' "'And he did. "'Morris scurried off, "'packed his little mousy bag and caught a train, "'sharing the corner of a carriage "'with a woodlouse and his wife, "'a poorly moth, a caterpillar, and six more ants. They get everywhere, don't they? As soon as he got home, his mum said, Shall I open a tin of beans, Morris? Scrummy, said Morris. Just the job. Beans and bacon, that'll do for me. Beans and bacon every night for tea. Beans and bacon, it's my favourite Beans and bacon, the meal is for me I don't want those cakes and jellies They're not for everyone I don't need sprinkled donuts Don't need a big icy bun Cos all I want is beans and bacon They are lovely Beans and bacon, the meal is for me Move into the city Try a new cuisine Move into the city You'll soon forget your beans Oh yeah Move into the city Smell the wide selection Move into the city Taste food cooked to perfection Short grass pizza, curried rice You think 
you're in paradise Chicken nuggets, sweet lamb chop Flavour buds will want to pop Try the scampi, munch the pie So much city food to try Fish slow cooked in cheesy sauce All before your second course But the problem is the canine He could eat me in a trice He's a monster, he is scary And I guess that he likes mice To eat, I mean I think I'll stick to beans and bacon That'll do for me Beans and bacon every night for tea Beans and bacon it's my favorite beans and bacon. The meal is for me. Move into the city. Try a new cuisine. Move into the city. You'll soon forget your beans. Oh yeah. Move into the city. Smell the wide selection. Move into the city. Slice. So much lovely food for mice Fried banana, syrup too All the treats in store for you Try the crumble, try the cream You will think you're in a dream Don't forget the chocolate cake Such a scrumpalicious bake Canine, he could eat me in a trice. He's a monster, he is scary, and I guess that he likes mice to eat. I mean, I think I'll stick to beans and bacon, that'll do for me. Beans and bacon every night for tea. Beans and bacon, it's my favorite. Beans and bacon, the meal is for me. Look out for more Aesop songs and stories soon. And don't forget to tell your friends about this podcast. Thanks for listening. Songs and stories.